It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Up and at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. You're tuned in to episode 450 of the Back Row Morning Show, proudly a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and chief radio nerd here at LTN. I'm a third-generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. And I'm Mo, sidekick to the chief radio nerd, here to bring the facts and fire to your day, and I need a refill on my coffee. <laughs> Today on the show, we're taking a look at how AI is set to evolve in 2022. Also on the show today, a dad grounds the whole town. But first, today is Tuesday, March 15th, 2022, and we got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. Today is everything you think is wrong day. Mm-hmm. This is like a, a rant a rant day where we just get to like rant and fuss and complain and gripe and moan about everything that we think is bad and wrong with the world. I think it's the opposite. I think it's a a day to reflect and, you know, actually judge your own opinions and what you think about things and make sure that what you believe is actually true. Fact check yourself. Oh, it's fact check day. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's also world contact day. Yeah, this is an alien holiday. <laughs> I'm not okay with this one. Are we trying did to you contact ever watch that other movie, contact? Uh, have like the like a picture of big satellites. Listen, I feel like our Discord buds in the chat can finish my my sentence for me. I probably have. Probably have, but I don't. Remember. But I don't remember it. <laughs> I forgot. Why do I can't? Why can't I remember that? I don't know. Why can't I remember that? You can't remember movies. Nick, I don't know. I don't understand. That's why I had to write or had to watch Encanto like twenty-two times before we could talk about it. <laughs> uh, now Mo and I are nerds of several flavors, but we're also nerds for several flavors. And every week we like to showcase junk food that has recently been announced or even spotted in stores or menus. And while Matt coughs Gracious, okay, sorry Still sick, everybody Uh, That's right, we're going to kick off today with Coca-Cola Starlight A space-flavored Coke That has a cooling sensation Have you tried this? Yes Yeah. Yes It has a cooling sensation Okay Okay. Have you Quick tried it? No. Have you? Oh, okay. Listen, there for for probably the better part of a year, if not longer now, I have not been able to finish an entire Coke. I will drink it, and I we do I do Coke Zero, um, but I'll drink about half, and then I'll pass it to my son, and he finishes it off for gotcha. me. I just. It's too sweet. I've lost the flavor for it. I've said that cinnamon Coke, they didn't bring back cinnamon Coke this past yeah. winter. That's my favorite. But when the space flavored Coke came out, I was like, okay, I need to try it. I have finished every single sense. bottle that I have bought. Doesn't make any sense. What's the flavor? I have no idea. I don't know. And here's something super fun and strange. Okay. The cooling sensation... 
I don't taste it. I I get nothing. Okay. Chris and Cannon, to me, it it does have kind of a sweet taste to it, but it's like a difference between it. Ta- it I don't know. It lends itself towards the cinnamon, kind of a heated sweet. Weird. <laughs> anyway, so Chris took his first sip, and he's like, "Oh." No, uh uh-uh. this is awful. It's burning. It's burning my throat. And I was like, what are you talking about? Well, come to find out that is a thing. Some people feel like the, the cooling sensation of it. It feels like burning, not just cooling. Uh-huh. So a few days later, I give it to Cannon, let him try it. Same thing as Chris. He's freaking out. He's like, that's burning my throat. Myself and Mila. Don't taste it. We Real don't. weird. Uh-huh. Yep. So anyway. So is this like trying to figure out who the aliens are? I, mm. <laughs> Am I safe? Al- if, you're, if you're an alien, it burns your throat. Oh, good. <laughs> yep. Anyway, I so my review is I love it. All right. I well, think it's amazing. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, Toffee is yet to try it. You need, to, you need to find out if you're an alien or not. He would be the tiebreaker, but he doesn't try the things. He's so like snooty and stuck up when it comes to trying things. Topher, try this. Mm, no, that's okay. No, for real, just taste it. Mm, yeah, no. Mm-mm. Please, no. <laughs> and so then I'm standing there begging my 16 year old to try something, and he's like, mm, yeah, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm not going to try that. Uh. Anyway, what's the next thing, Matt? Cheetos popcorn, cheddar jalapeno flavor. Okay. Uh, Dr. Pepper Dark Berry comes back this summer to promote uh, Jurassic World Dominion. Domination, I almost said. Have you seen the preview for that? Jurassic World Dominion? No. Looks real good. Looks real good. Hmm. New Nitro Pepsi is headed to Shore, se- shore Shelves. <laughs> Store Shelves. I'm sick. I'm sick and loopy. On Monday, March 28th, it'll be available in cola and vanilla cola flavors. Uh, the cans will be sold individually and in packs of four. The soda uses nitrogen gas instead of carbon dioxide to provide the bubbles. Nitrogen gas dissolves better in water. Uh, or a beverage like soda or beer, than carbon dioxide, and therefore smaller bubbles bubbles are created when using nitrogen instead of traditional carbonation, and that will result in a smoother mouthfeel. I know you love that word. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's going to sure. be like a smooth cola. I don't know. I'm interested in trying. But Seattle, mm, yeah, no. I'm smooth, not. Smooth instead of crisp. Yeah, that does not sound... It sounds flat. Like... <laughs> Well, I, I Does it but not? it won't. But it won't taste flat. But how? Because <laughs> the bubbles will still be there. No, I think it's no. It's going to be flat. It's going to no, taste. They're just flat. selling us flat soda. That's I'm exactly. seeing directly through this <laughs> scam. They it's had a, a whole bunch of extra Pepsi left over that no one bought during the pandemic, and now they're repackaging it after the carbonations died out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's been weirder things to happen. Peeps Tropical Burst uh, flavors coming out soon. Has uh, limes, oranges, pineapples, and cherries in the package. So Okay, but I why Tropical Burst? Why not just Peeps Tropical? Right. Burst implies there will be a 
uh-huh, a burst of something. A, a goopy filling. Yeah. That'll, that'll uh-huh. pop out of that. Or like, or pop rocks of some sort or, mm. you know, like why burst? Gross. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ruffles, flaming hot cheddar and sour cream. Hey, this might actually be pretty good. Yeah. Eli really likes the cheddar and sour cream and nobody else in the family does, which is weird. Um, I think we might be being invaded currently. Y'all hear that? <laughs> Real loud plane. Wow. You see, like, <laughs> we talked about this. Um, oh, okay, so they didn't hear it. Yeah. So they thought it was here. Um, we we live near an Air Force base, and I think I think we talked about that on the uh, the last. It wasn't really a full week of shows, but the show that we did on on Russia and Ukraine, mm. you know, that's one of the things you worry about when you have uh, war stuff going on. Is well, if they attack our base, we're we're right here. Uh huh. We're we're in the fire path. Yeah, that's something that I've always kind of thought about being a military spouse. Like I'm never like fully safe. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Kit Kat Thins chocolate hazelnut flavor. Okay. I mean, this if anything just... lends itself to a hazelnut flavor, I think Kit Kat would. Yeah, it's just like. Because it would be the same as like the Ferrero Rocher's. Nutella Kit Kats. Yeah. <laughs> Ferrero Rocher. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce that. Ferrero Rocher. Ferrero Rocher. Ferrero Rocher. Ferrero Rocher. Ferrero. Ferrero Rocher. Mountain Dew Legend, uh, brand new flavor, coming exclusively to Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh. A mixture of, do you think it's going to be a Buffalo Wild Wings flavor? I'm sitting here like, this does not sound good Buffalo at Buffalo Wing flavored Mountain Dew. You know that what? Sounds disgusting. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like something they wouldn't do. I know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings exclusive flavor that's got a blackberry, citrus, and ginger kind of flavor mixed to it. Okay. Uh, Oreo mocha caramel latte. Sure, fine, but whatever. Who keeps asking for these niche flavors? I, Not I me. I don't understand. Mm-mm. Budweiser has released a set of uh, frozen apps, beer battered pickles, like fried pickles. Beer battered cheese sticks and barbecue pork sliders. Interesting. Weird. Yeah. Budweiser getting into the frozen app game. Um, <coughs> what are your thoughts on beer battered things? Like from an ethical standpoint? <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> Just what are your thoughts? Uh, I don't really have any. I don't see any problem with it. It's not going to get you drunk or anything. Okay. So. I have to tell you. Unless you eat like a whole rum cake. <laughs> even then, would it do that? I don't even know. If it yeah, would I know. So I'm sitting here thinking, wait, <laughs> what that? I don't. Anyway. I've heard jokes that it would. Yeah. But I don't really know if that's true or not. Yeah. So uh, our friend, Samantha, who I made a beer battered beer, uh, beer. No, hold on. Caramel latte beer bread. Okay. Okay. Where you use a can of beer in... In place of yeast, right? 
I that, don't know. I mean, it came, the mix already came, so I don't know what's in okay. the actual mix. Well, I'm pretty mix. sure that's usually what it's... And then the only thing for. that I had to add to it, instead of eggs or oil or water or anything like that, it was just the can of beer. Okay. Okay. And so she's all like, ooh, y'all are going to get drunk and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, the alcohol bakes out. Like that... I'm pretty sure, yeah. That's not... a. Thing. <laughs> well, then today I'm making another beer bread that I had. And the second that I'm pouring like the beer into the mix, Topher notices that it's beer. And he just kind of gives me this judgmental stare that I know means, well, I'm not going to be eating that bread. It's got beer in it. <laughs> really, mom? Really? Uh, really? You're, you're too ashamed to get drunk the normal way, so you're going to hide it from us? Just eat a whole loaf of bread? I just, I'm just eating bread. I'm just craving carbs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we all I, know what's up, Mom. Okay, anyway. We all know what's up. Yeah. True. Okay, and then, so Thray says in our comments that she knows people who substituted Coke instead of beer in mm. those kind of recipes, which, yes, you can use any carbonated <laughs> beverage but it's a beer bread. It's in the name. <laughs> Root beer bread. You've never heard of Coke bread? Wait, soda bread. You have heard of soda bread. Okay, anyway, can we move on? Let's move along. Trolley. <laughs> Trolley, sour, bright, bunny poop gummies. No, thank you. For Easter. Mm-mm. Uh, <clears throat> As of last Thursday, Taco Bell brought back one of their most popular limited time items, nacho fries. What do you call fries that don't belong to you? Nacho fries. Uh, and of course, every fast food chain on the planet is offering a fish sandwich right now for all the good Catholics during Lent. Uh, and if you think there can't be enough people to justify such a push that are buying these, here's a bonus fun fact for the day. McDonald's sells 25% of its fish, uh, filet of fishes during Lent each year. Like 25% of their sales for the year of that sandwich happened during those 40 days. 40 days. Yeah. 25% of their sales in so, 40 days. Of course, McDonald's has the filet of fish. Popeye's has a Cajun flounder fish sandwich. Wendy's has a crispy panko fish sandwich. Del Taco has a, okay, I know you hate long-named Items. So just hey, but I got this, this. one because it's it's a beer. Samuel <laughs> Adams Boston Lager Battered Crispy Alaskan Pollock Tacos. Sounds delicious. <laughs> so many words. <laughs> uh, and Burger King, Long Done Silver's, Whataburger, Jack in the Box, Culver's, Lot of Burger, Arby's, on and on. All are selling some sort of form of fish sandwich, uh, either year round or just for the Lenten season. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. A lot of fish. A lot of fish. Stinking fish. Yep. And most uh, most Catholics that I have grown up around and know only like don't eat red meat on Fridays. So I'm like, you can't not eat out on Fridays. Like if we, or is that like your excuse to go to McDonald's or wherever? That's your excuse. Because, yeah. Hey, well, I mean, it's Friday. Yeah. They got sure. your sandwiches there. I gotta eat fish. Exactly. That's not the rule. All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, we've got your weird news for the day. Stick around.
fresh or salt. When dining in your favorite fast food spot or making a quick pit stop on a long road trip, how disappointing is it when you go to fill your cup with your choice of carbonated beverage only to find that it has a strange taste? I'll never forget the first time I was served carbonated water. We were living overseas and I ordered a liter of water from the restaurant we were dining in. In Europe, water is almost always bottled. We made an epic mistake though and forgot to request flat water, water without carbonation. We had been sightseeing, everyone was hot and exhausted and we were looking forward to a refreshing glass of water to quench our thirst. Only, as soon as we all took a sip, we were met with shock, disgust and disappointment. I'm reminded of James chapter 3 every time I find myself gulping down a less than refreshing beverage. Verses 11 and 12 ask, does a spring pour out sweet and bitter water from the same opening? Can a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a saltwater spring yield fresh water. I chuckle at the thought of walking up on a grapevine only to find the confusing sight of figs blooming. Just before this comical imagery from James, he addresses an issue that I think many of us tend to overlook in our daily lives, our words. Beginning in verse 8, he says, But no one can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With the tongue we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in God's likeness. Blessing and cursing come out of the same mouth. My brothers and sisters, these things should not be this way. And in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29, Paul warns us, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths. But what exactly is unwholesome? That same moment of disgust and disappointment we find ourselves having when our drink is lacking the necessary ingredients to make it pleasant and flavorful, I've had that same reaction when hearing my brothers and sisters gossip or gripe and complain or be full of negativity or use words that are considered curse words in everyday conversation. In one breath, we praise God for all the good he's done or that we trust he is doing and then follow it with a word or two that would be censored on a family-friendly station or channel. We walk around quoting scripture and praying for the needs of others only to pass along a prayer request in full detail of another person's life without regard for confidentiality. Whether it is negative talk, cussing, spreading rumors, or jabs at the expense of another person, unwholesome is anything we wouldn't dare say around granny. And if granny doesn't need to hear it, then I'm certain the Lord considers it distasteful every time we find ourselves partaking in less than flavorful discussions. While we are called to be the salt and light of the world, let's make a conscious effort to ensure our words leave those around us feeling refreshed. the back row morning show i'm radio matt and i'm mo and hey make sure you're following us on all the socials we're on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok just search for at the back row ltn and connect with us now side for bo's fact of the day um defensive pessimism may actually encourage and motivate individuals to power through their tasks imagining what could go wrong often motivates pessimists to work harder and get more done in order to avoid the worst possible outcome. Well, <laughs> so that was my fact because today, today is what again? It's uh, everything you think is wrong. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, now it's over to our weird news desk. 
Here's a news story you might not have heard yet. Dad tries to make kids log off, accidentally takes down town's entire internet. Hey. A dad in a French town of, uh, do you know how to say this? Messange? Messanges? I don't see it. Messanges? Oh, yeah, it's it's messages. Messages. <laughs> no. <laughs> <I> messages. <laughs> Took some extreme measures to present, prevent his <laughs> children go. from going online by shutting down the entire internet and cell service of two local municipalities with a single jammer. <clears throat> Sorry about that. It may sound like a uh, hilarious faux pas, but the father now faces up to six months of jail time. And a fine of $34,000. What? For the significant outage, jamming telecom frequencies is illegal in France. Uh, mobile carrier alerted the French uh, agency Nationale de Frequences. Hey, you did that really well. The national broadcast regulator uh, to the odd disturbance leading to an investigation. All of the unsuspecting fa- or all the unsuspecting father wanted to do was get his kids off of social media between midnight and 3 a.m., presumably so they could finally log off and get some sleep. Uh, but his multi-frequency jammer may have been a little too powerful. ANFR te- technicians showed up at the man's house uh, in a mobile lab vehicle trying to figure out what the heck was causing the disruption. He would have gotten in trouble if he were in the U.S., or he he would have gotten in trouble if he were in the U.S. as well. Uh, the Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, notes that federal law prohibits the operation, marketing, or sale of any type of jamming equipment that interferes with authorized radio communications, including cellular, uh, personal communication services, police radar, and the global positioning system, GPS. Hmm. After all, jamming devices can prevent you uh, and others from making 911 calls, emergency calls, pose serious risk to public safety communications, as well as interfere with other forms of Day-to-day communications. Yeah. So, I mean, it, yeah. it makes sense, but good grief. How many years? <laughs> uh, six years. Six years and $34,000. fine. That oh, no, I'm sorry. No, no, Six months. Six oh. months of jail time. I mean, still, though. <laughs> Man, that, I, I don't know. That's just half a penny. That's just half a penny. Just half a penny. No biggie. Just I doing mean... half a penny up in the French pan. <laughs> the French pan. French pan. Pin. Okay, yeah. The penalty shot. Okay, you say it like that, and it makes it sound like not su- not such a terrible place. Right? It's a vacation. I'm going to the penalty shot. <laughs> I'm going to spend the glorious six months. <laughs> oh man! All right. I'll be. <laughs> Are you okay? Oh, we're getting my croissants from the commissary. <laughs> <laughs> you good? Splitting them with my, uh, how you say, bonk mate. <laughs> His name is Jacques. <laughs> and he's six foot two. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, uh, yeah, that's funny. Good. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Man. All right, let's take another quick break. When we come back, we dive into our main topic. Stick around. We 
here at Love Thy Nerd emphasize relational outreach. From huge convention halls to local game nights across the world, LTN wants to show the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd culture. We are always developing resources and guides to help you grow nerd ministry in your area and expanding our reach as a ministry into all areas of nerd culture. Connect with us on social media at Love Thy Nerd and at LTN on air and join in. back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember that we air our full morning shows first exclusively on LTN Radio, ltnonair.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, you can find our four full shows and our weekly main podcast by searching The Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the podcast apps. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Or don't. We're not your parents, and we won't be mad. Just disappointed. So this week, we are talking about the state of AI in 2022. And we started by looking at the dead internet theory and basically decided that mm, it's probably a little bit too far from where we are right now. So just what is the current state of AI, and where is it going in 2022? We have an article here (laughs) from uh, CNBC. I don't want (laughs) to. I don't want to. You can't make me. So this says uh, machines are getting smarter and smarter every year, but artificial intelligence is yet to live up. Intelligence is yet to live up to the hype that's been generated by some of the world's largest technology companies. AI can excel at, at specific narrow tasks, such as playing chess, but it struggles to do more than one thing at a time. Well, a seven-year-old has a far broader intelligence than many of today's AI systems. For example, Edward. Griffinstitze, a research scientist at Meta AI, formerly Facebook, says AI algorithms are good at approaching individual tasks or tasks that include a small degree of variability. However, the real world encompasses significant potential for change, a dynamic which we are bad at capturing within our training algorithms, yielding brittle intelligence. AI researchers have started to show that there are ways to efficiently adapt AI training methods to changing environments or tasks, resulting in more robust agents. Uh, But he believes that there will be more industrial and scientific applications of such methods this year that will produce noticeable leaps. So while AI still has a long way to go before anything like human-level intelligence is achieved, it hasn't stopped the likes of Google, Facebook, Amazon, investing billions of dollars into hiring talented AI researchers. Who can potentially improve everything from search engines to voice assistants to aspects of the uh, metaverse that's going to be coming forward in a more broader sense in the next few years? I want to talk about the metaverse for a bit. Gary Marcus, a scientist who sold uh, an AI startup to Uber and is currently executive chairman of another firm called Robust AI, told CNBC that the most important AI breakthrough in 2022 will likely be one that the world doesn't immediately see. The cycle from lab discovery to practicality can take years, he said, adding that the field of deep learning still has a long way to go. Deep learning is an area of AI that attempts to mimic the activity and layers of neurons in the brain to learn how to recognize complex patterns and data. Jargon, 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 jargon. (laughs) (laughs) But we're talking about, let's see here. One of the biggest AI breakthroughs in the last couple of years this come from uh, the London headquartered research lab DeepMind, which is owned by Alphabet, which is Google. 
The company successfully created AI software that can accurately predict the structure of that proteins will fold into in a matter of days, solving a 50-year-old grand challenge that could pave the way for better understanding of diseases and drug discovery. So do you remember when this came out? Mm-mm. So <clears throat> it was basically predicting the future. I remember that's how they were, they were uh, presenting it because it was showing like a protein and it was going to be able to tell you which direction each like little thing of protein was going to fold out. And it could do that within like the next five moves or something like that. What? And they could get it accurate, which was nuts. Um, <laughs> language models, AI systems that can generate convincing text, converse with humans, respond to questions and more are also set to improve in 2022. And I'm going to show you some of that tomorrow. Uh, the best known language model is OpenAI's GPT-3, but DeepMind said in December that its new retro language model can beat the other 25 times its size. Like this, uh, the, ne- the next thing I guess it's talking about is RNA technology, which is what the Moderna vaccine was. Okay. So last year we witnessed the impact of RNA technology as... Uh, novel COVID vaccines, many of them built on this technology, which uh, is what brought an end to nationwide lockdowns. This year, I believe we will see a new crop of AI-first RNA therapeutic companies using language models to predict the most effective RNA sequences to target a disease of interest. These new companies could dramatically speed up the time it takes to discover new drugs and vaccines. So I don't really understand the RNA thing, but right. I do know it was a completely different way of, of developing a vaccine. And that's why a lot of people were kind of hesitant hesitant of it, mm-hmm. uh, like where the conspiracy theories come from, because they yeah. made it sound like they were changing your DNA. Like it wasn't just injecting you like with a dead version of the virus to give you the antibodies. Like it was adjusting your DNA to where you wouldn't be as susceptible to the disease. And I don't think that's exactly what this is. Right. <laughs> But that's what the conspiracy theory came uh, to say. But essentially, love every oop, an ad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially, where we're at is not um, we're not at brain microchips. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Elon Musk has talked about that, but we're not there. Yeah, we're far from there. We're not. I mean, we couldn't even get Google Glass to work correctly. <laughs> Metaverse is going to take years and years of of. Uh, Futzing with <laughs> uh, to get perfect. Well, that's a word. <laughs> and even then, it's not really going to be solely based on AI. It's more going to be the new social interactions. Right. So right now, it's more about getting AI to be a little more human. <laughs> Which is exactly what we all want. Which is exactly what we all want. Uh, but like we've had, you talked about... uh Yesterday, you talked about those Facebook messages we would get. Yeah. We have, I've gotten a lot of new um, scam phone calls with robotic voices that sound like real people. Really? Have you gotten these? No. So, like, I'll, I'll you can tell they're scams just because there's such a delay. But it's like, I'll pick up the phone. I'm like, hello? He goes, hey, this is Mary from, uh, such and such and such. Like I tried to, I tried to call you last week. Like there's like stutters and speech patterns and, you know, things that make it sound really genuine and it'll talk with you. It'll converse with you 
fairly accurately. I'm like, I don't think I ever got that call. Oh, really? Uh, I apologize for that. You know, you know that kind of like it, it can tell certain phrases. And this is all based on a built AI system. But again, at this point, it's still programmed. Yeah. Um, to respond to certain keywords. Mm-hmm. It's not actually genuinely thinking. It's just listening for certain words right. and responding to what most likely would be the correct response. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> I can't wait to show you, to let you listen to uh, a discussion with a, a true learning AI uh, tomorrow. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, but yeah, so the, that's the, I mean, do you have any thoughts? I mean, is it, does it put your mind at ease a little bit that we're not anywhere near? I will say yes. Super scary it, stuff. It does put my mind at ease a little bit. However, I feel like just a few weeks ago when we were talking about the metaverse and like it felt very soon, very near, Yeah. you know? And so I kind of feel like I'm just walking this tightrope of... We'll see. <laughs> when will the world change and there will be a point of no return? Yeah. That, when will we hit it? That, will Jesus come back before them? Please, Lord. Please, Lord. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> it's hard for me to articulate thoughts because nothing is clear. Yeah. You know? Everything is kind of like, mm, maybe, well, it could be, right? you know, and even the same as it was, gosh, has it been two years now, two years ago when COVID yeah. first started, you two know, years ago, and like our, this week, huh? two years ago, like this yeah. week was the lockdown yep. for 15 days. But do you remember how our shows went from week to week? Yeah. Especially for the first six months after that. Yeah. From week to week, we were like, well, we don't know. We'll see. You know, and that's, I feel like I'm having like feelings of post-traumatic stress here right. <laughs> when we're talking about AI, because it feels very much there's the same. Too, there's too much that we don't see going on, I guess. That, and then that's kind of what they said here is that we, we don't really see what's happening in the year until several years later. Yeah. And then we look back and we're like, uh, oh, oh, right. Ah, (laughs) who knows what's really being developed right now. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, I know some of it and we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Uh, and I, I mean, that is the current state of AI, but I do feel like there's some things happening that we might be unaware of that are mildly uncomfortable. We'll be back with more. Stick around. you think of our topic this week? Is there something we got wrong? Something we forgot? We would love for you to give us an earful. Join us at backrowdiscord.com and message us in the Respond to Show channel. Message us on the socials at the Backrow LTN or leave us a voicemail by calling 575-562-8052.
What's up, nerd? You digging this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Visit LTNOnAir.com and make LTN Radio your new go-to for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, as well as our exclusive LTN shows and podcasts, some of which air on the station before they're available anywhere else. Visit LTNOnAir.com to listen now and find the link to our app. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show. I'm Mo. And I'm Radio Matt. Before we go, we want to share some things that we love. What do you love, Matt? Um, I didn't write down a new thing, so you go first. Oh, okay. Uh, Virgin River. It's what? a Netflix. What? what? Listen, it is a Netflix original that has been out for several, several years. I shouldn't say several. A few, a couple years. Um, I believe there are four seasons already out on Netflix. Chris and I binge watched it in like two weeks time while still working full-time jobs and being full-time parents and everything else. So that should tell you it's a pretty stinking good show. And even though the name kind of makes you kind of go, I don't know, it is a very feel-good for the most part, family-friendly show. Okay. Um, I think that there's one episode that has kind of a steamy scene. But other than that... Steamy? Yeah, it's nothing inappropriate. It's just steamy. A little bit. Has a bit of a steamy scene. Yeah. Um, But other than that, everything else, there's not a lot of... Actually, I can't remember a single cuss word that was said. Mm. Um, Nothing. I really can't. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. I know. We've that had doesn't this discussion mean... how we get blind to those. I know. I know. But... With... Wasn't it Parks and Rec? Like your daughter came in and said something off of Parks and Rec? What the... Why did you hear that? <laughs> Just now on the show <laughs> that you're watching. When she was four. <laughs> she was four. What the... H E and Where did you hear that from? And her little hand points to the TV. <laughs> yeah, anyway. But, okay, so I was just about to say, with Mila being in and out of the room, we tend to be a little more aware, a little more conscious of the things that are said now, because obviously she's going to go repeating it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she has sat, she watched almost an entire season with us one night while we all played Phase 10 together and watched Virgin River. And wow. it was amazing. Okay. So good. If you haven't watched it, you need to watch it because right. it is very good. I got my thing. Okay. What's your uh, thing? Murderville. Okay. Have you heard of this? Uh-uh. Okay. No. So it stars Will Arnett. Okay. And uh, it's he's he's a detective. Okay. It's, it's one of these, there's a new murder investigation every week kind of thing. Okay. Except he has a partner that he's training on every episode. This partner is a guest star, you know who is not given a script. And so they are having to play along completely ad-libbed the entire episode. So it's like 911 meets whose line is it anyway? Yeah, kind of like it's really I mean it's hilarious and like Will Arnett is, you know, there he's hilarious all the time anyway and everything that he does. What's so it he's called? He's playing off of that Murderville. So he plays off of them and puts them in weird situations. And uh, some of the some of the people on it are Ken Jong, Conan O'Brien. Um, oh, it's quite a few. I can't remember now off the top of my head all of them. But there's six six episodes. Um, it's not family friendly, at least in that there's a lot of uh, 
cursing because again, it's all uh, improv, uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, it's it's very entertaining. So if you can handle the curse words, it's uh, a very very funny show. I'm so disappointed in our chat. FYI. What's that? What are they saying? Because nobody said anything about Virgin River except for my kid who's like, how does a river become a virgin? Um, but then you tell, talk about your show and it's like, comment, 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 comment. <laughs> <gasps> I think it's on Netflix. Whatever. I watched it from an unscrupulous website. KY but, said uh, she wasn't even listening to what I was talking about. <laughs> What Mo's Mo's thing that she loves? Tune out, guys. Come back in five aye, minutes. Yay. <laughs> uh, see, Oriole thinks it sounds good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Oriole just says mean... things to to make me feel better about myself. <laughs> and you love him for that. I do. I do. <laughs> I didn't mean to outshine you, Mo, and I'm sorry. Good grief. Let's end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Psalm 16, 8. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. And that's going to do it for the back row with Matt and Mo. We hope you enjoyed our discussions and hope you'll join us again for our next show. Check out lovethynerd.com. It is positively jam-packed with articles, podcasts, and videos that cover a wide range of nerdy topics. And just like any ministry, we are largely supported by those willing to partner with us financially. As one of the newest staff members of LTN and a part-time nerd culture missionary, I'm looking to build my support team to help this radio station grow and help my family financially as I pour more focus into all I get to do for Love Thy Nerd. For more information, visit lovethynerd.com slash radiomat. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus Jesus loves you, nerd. nerd.